Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting adventure at the Hub World. Today's quest, our 64th quest, will have us covering the N64 Games Showdown. My name is Jules, and today our party members are... Mateo, and Riley. Whether you're joining our adventure from YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, be sure to like and subscribe. Now let's get this adventure rolling. Um... So, showdowns. We'll go over what that is if you haven't seen our previous ones, but in case you want to, we have done three. We've done our Mario World showdown, our Pokemon Starter showdown, and our Sonic Songs uh, showdown. We could throw some links in here for you. Um, Joe and Riley are newcomers on the showdown, so we'll lay out the rules for them as well, um, as well as you at home. But before we get there, um, what's our topic today? It's Nintendo 64 games. Why? Well, this is a milestone episode for us, the 64th episode of the Hub World podcast. We kind of had to do an N64-themed episode. Yep. And not to tell you too much, but it's also a milestone because when we hit episode 65, there's going to be uh, some new stuff uh, coming. We'll tell you more about that, episode 65. But for 64, it's all about 64. Now, we have done uh, Nintendo 64 game essentials in the past. Again, here's that link if you want to see that. This is a very different kind of game. Essentials was about us trying to think about you, like what would you like, what what can we recommend to you. This is not about you. This is about us. We will each talk about our individual, our me opinions about these games when doing these showdowns. So the showdowns are a sequence of um, 1v1s um, in a tournament bracket style um, showdown. Games will go up against each other. We'll share some thoughts and ultimately we'll do a vote. As there are five of us, there won't be any ties. And whatever gets the most votes goes through the next round, and eventually something will be crowned the, I guess, favorite N64 game of uh, the group. And that's how we should be looking at it. Is This isn't necessarily what's the best game or what is the uh, like objectively best gameplay or story or anything like that. It's really just what is our favorite, which one do we prefer. So as a recommendation to you, uh, Joe and Riley... Just pick your favorite. You don't have to look at it from an objective standpoint. You can be as biased as you want for this one. I don't know. If no one picks Superman 64, I think I'm going to hold it over all your heads. <laughs> Thankfully, Superman 64 is not on the roster. Speaking of games not on the bracket, yes. while we were assembling this list, we were sort of going back and forth saying, are we going to do 16 games? Are we going to do 24? Or we, we're planning 32 or something like that. We are planning way more games, but... Eventually, we came to the realization to keep the list smaller and focus on our favorite 16 games. And some games that we were playing around for the last spot were like Pokemon Stadium 2, Perfect Dark, F-Zero X. Uh, what was it? There was one more. Yeah, one more that made it onto the list, actually, already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we won't spoil which one that is. But uh, and also the, the list of like there's these games are in no particular order. There's no like one to 16 seed. They're in random order. So yep. completely random. And just so we have a bit more about the process of us picking these games. We also tried our very best to not include too many games that would fulfill the same thing. Um, so you'll see for the most part, except for one exception, um, sequels are not necessarily like there isn't multiple games from the same series except in one case which i'm sure you can already guess which case that is but for the most part when we're creating this list we want to keep it variety both gameplay wise and um types of games wise so um 
we we did split it up that way so that we do have like a really strong 16 games that really represent the N64 era that we've also all played because we also want there to be a way that all five of us can talk about each and every game. So we tried to keep the list contained to games that were games that all of us have experienced at one point or another. So that's kind of where we came up with the short list. Um, that being said, we can get rolling. So here you go for the viewers at home. Uh, you'll be able to see the screen for those of you listening on podcast. Um, you'll just hear when we get to something, but for those of you at, uh, on YouTube, here's the uh, list. We'll be going through them from the left down and then the right side down. The first matchup is Mario Tennis versus The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. The floor is open. These are both games that we spent hours and hours and hours in. Ocarina of Time, we've played through multiple times. Like I played through myself after stealing your file, Mateo. Mario Tennis is one of those games that also we would have everyone come over and play. And we honestly will still hook up the N64 and play it every now and then. Because personally, I think Mario Tennis 64 is the best Mario Tennis. But it's a, it's a real toughie. Both completely different games as well. Uh, Ocarina of Time... Arguably one of the best games ever made uh, for a lot of people. For a lot of and a lot of that comes from nostalgia, just because it was a lot of people's first three D adventure game, and it and it did leave a lot of imprints. And we talked about this in our Zelda series uh, showdown and stuff. It has it has been uh, surpassed. If you want to check out that video, uh, do go check it out. It is one of our more recent ones and one that uh, we're we're pretty proud of as well here. As good as Mario Tennis is. You can't compare a, a sports game to a story-driven action-adventure game. Like, I, I don't know. Like, like both of these games are games that I continually play, even to this day. Like, on Switch Online, I've played both of these games. i played Ocarina of Time more than, honestly, any Zelda game probably at this point. But it's still something that I just can't, in good conscience, vote against Ocarina of Time. Like... Mario Tennis is just a tennis game. It was Waluigi's first appearance. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And, like, it's the last time we've ever seen Donkey Kong Jr. in a game. But still, like, I don't know. It's now, if, I, if I may chime in quick, I'm not going to share my full thoughts yet because I want to give somebody else a chance. But I do want to touch on something you said, Mateo. You said you can't really compare a sports game to a story-driven game. Now, I know that Joe would disagree with you as there are definitely mario sports games that he would compare to story driven games but i personally think it's because of the game that is here that you can't compare it to a story driven game yeah not later uh, riley or joe do you want to share thoughts i'm in contemplation as to whether i think the inclusion of waluigi or just 3d zeldas are more important to gaming canon what i value more <laughs> i'm looking at it as this is kind of the second best zelda game on the list I don't know. If I look at it from the perspective of what was more important to gaming, that's easy. But if I look at the perspective of what I had more fun doing as a kid on my N64, then I would vote for Mario Tennis. So it's difficult from that perspective. So trying to look at this from like my favorite game between the two of them, I enjoyed more as a kid. Because I did not jo enjoy Ocarina of Time on N64. I didn't even play I Ocarina of Time as a kid. I, I had it, I barely played it. Because I just didn't like it. I liked it when I was older, and I liked playing it on um, 3DS. Right, it was on 3DS? Yeah, it was yep. 3DS. Yeah, I liked that. So am I looking at this as the N64 version of the game? Because then I wouldn't vote for it. I'm kind of stuck in that like middle point also, because I, bo I love both of these games for different reasons. Albeit, I did play Ocarina of Time completely through 
when I was a little bit older, but it was still on the N64. Like, we had already had our GameCube, and, like, I think we actually beat Ocarina of Time around the same time we got Wind Waker. Yeah, we're talking, like, 2002, you know. And I think we actually had Mario Tennis first. We did. We had a lot of fun. Like, Adriano, when, when we were little, like, he would come over and he would bring his N64 uh, to Game Boy, little expansion pack, and he would bring in all of his custom characters, and there was the mini game modes and things like that. I just have a very soft spot for Mario Tennis. I, I really do, but Ocarina is still one of my favorites too, and it's it's really difficult to make this decision. I remember an argument made regarding Mario Kart and how it was like the one thing your cousin would play. That's the same with Mario Tennis for me. That's the only game my cousin Trevor would play with us. It, see, that's the thing. The, the like To this day, I still play Mario Tennis doubles with some of my friends. It's really, really, really good. But I'm trying to think, well, Mario Tennis essentially hasn't changed that much. Like, is my Mario Tennis experience on Switch really that much more different than the N64 one? And I think the answer is no, or pretty close to no. Like they're have they add way, haven't they added way too many gimmicks in all these recent ones? Yeah, but I think you can turn off like the the star shots and all whatever the heck the things that appear on the ground. Like they turn that. I think there, there's a toggle to turn that off. And then if you do that, you essentially have Mario Tennis 64. Like. Mario yeah, Tennis we, 64 has no gimmicks at all. It's yeah. essentially just tennis. Well, let me just say this. I'm yeah, I'm I'm just going to start off the voting, like the official voting. I like Mario Tennis 64, but I've always felt Mario Tennis 64 is overhyped. I don't know why. Like all y'all really like Mario Tennis 64 and you still play it. I don't like going back and playing that game because I, I love Mario Tennis, but I think it's just gotten better. And I, I've never thought Mario Tennis 64 was that special, despite it being like the only Mario sports game I owned on N64. So I am starting off by saying like, no contest for me. It's Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I guess I will be also, even though I really, really like that game. I, I love both of them, honestly. Like a lot of the a lot of the matchups on on some of, on these ones here, I foresee will be a little bit tough, but it'll be for a good. It'll make a great conversation. Our votes don't matter, so well, your vote doesn't matter. But let's hear. Uh, my reasoning is because although between those two, like I love, I like Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis though, is still my least favorite Mario Sports series. So from that perspective, it's like, sure, I had more, more fun, but how much more fun did I actually have? I got to stick with Waluigi. I'm voting Mario Tennis. Waluigi! And his, like, thrust run. I don't think Waluigi's voice has been that low also since uh, Mario Tennis. Because that wasn't, I don't think that was Charles Martinet doing Waluigi's voice in Mario Tennis 64. I think it was someone else. Next matchup in this first round here is um, two... Games that are kind of in the same genre. Um, GoldenEye 007 and Star Fox 64. Very different types. To, different types of shooters, but both shooters nonetheless. This is the hardest one for me. I don't know. I think uh, on-rails shooter is very different than a, f- a first-person shooter. This matchup makes me cry. Why? Because I like both these a lot. Well, let me kick this off, okay? Because my reasoning is short and sweet. I don't like GoldenEye. I don't like James Bond. I've never seen one of his movies. I've played GoldenEye, and it's fun to play like once or twice. But especially the genre, like I, I like I have no attachment to this game. Like I don't care for the characters. I don't care for blocky, quote unquote, realistic art style from that era that just looks like people with no faces now. I do not care for that game. And I mean, Star Fox sixty four isn't my favorite game, but I love the characters. 
it's iconic, um, it's fun. And if I were to say which one am I going to pick up and go play right now, it'd be Star Fox 64. I understand that. What you're saying right now, I agree with. Like, I very much admire, like, I respect what GoldenEye's done, but it's not the case where I'm going to go pick up and play, whereas Star Fox, I, sometimes I have the urge to just put it in 3DS and play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even with the worst voice acting. But anyways, um, <laughs> the reason this is so hard for me is, even if I don't like GoldenEye as much as I like Star Fox, I also recognize how much it's done for console FPS. Like, if we didn't have GoldenEye, we wouldn't have Halo. And if we didn't have Halo, I probably wouldn't be friends with half the people here. Yep. True. I would not be friends with you. I wasn't friends with you for Halo. Yeah, you're friends because of Venom. Some hub world lore right there. (laughs) I think for me, which I think kind of sounds like I think a vote might not be necessary. Because I think, well, actually, it depends, I guess, what round. If I want to play a multiplayer, like, mature game on N64, I'd rather do a Conker's Bad Fur Day multiplayer than GoldenEye. Because it's just so much more fun. I love Conker's it's one of those things where I'm going to, like, as much as I respect and like Goldeneye, even if it's, I don't think it's aged all that well, and I've never really enjoyed the controls. I've always thought aiming with the N64 controller is terrible. Like, it's, I, I have to go with Star Fox. I just, and that's okay, I like... though, because you could say, though, that, like, you respect Goldeneye. Like, I also respect Goldeneye like, a ton. But between the two, I'd rather probably play Star Fox. And, like, I don't think any of us really were playing Goldeneye during the... Yeah, we didn't like, have LAN parties for GoldenEye. Yeah, we like, we, there, we weren't part of the zeitgeist, right? Yeah, like, we, we were too young. Yeah, we came, I, like, personally came across GoldenEye when I was starting my N64 collection in, like, the mid-2000s. That's when I first played GoldenEye, and I played it, and, like, I'm a big 007 fan, and this is supposed to be the best first-person shooter or one of the best games on n64 and i played it i'm like well by 2005 you already have two halos out you have uh time splitters started perfect dark i think is arguably better than goldeneye also like goldeneye is a landmark title in video games period like not just for the n64 but and i agree it has not aged well and i think people are going to learn that when it comes to xbox and uh switch online that that game does not hold up. And like, I'm sort of teasing something that I'm going to talk about uh, in another battle here, but N64 games, not very many of them have held up. And GoldenEye, unfortunately, is not one of the ones that did. But like Star Fox 64, on the other hand, who cares about how that game looks? The gameplay is fantastic in that game. It's so tight. It controls well. Music's good. Level design's good. Yeah, and there's a reason why Nintendo keeps going back to the same game, right? Like, the original Star Fox came out. Star Fox 64 was a remake of the original Star Fox, and Star Fox Zero was another remake of Star Fox 64 and the original Star Fox. Like, these characters are fantastic. The world is fantastic. The gameplay and the... it's. And it's also the type of game that you can play and beat it, and it doesn't take a lot of time. And you have all these different paths, and like it's it's really really well designed. I played it two years ago. That was the last time I played it, and I had a blast. Like that game has aged really really well. So I'm voting for Star Fox 64. I just want to put in a hot take here while we're on this subject, because I think chances are it's not going to move forward. Goldeneye is. Despite it being my favorite James Bond movie, isn't even my favorite like 007 game. I think Nightfire does everything Goldeneye does way better. Oh, that's the GameCube one, right? It's GameCube, PS2, Xbox, yeah. Yeah, we played that one with our cousins on GameCube. It was fantastic. And also fr- from Russia with Love, I remember that being fun too. That one and Everything or Nothing were third-person games. Shall we vote? Officially? I think Star Fox won already, but... Star Fox. Yeah, Star Fox. Star Fox. Mm-hmm. 
The next two games, an interesting matchup, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask versus Mario Kart 64. Now, before we start talking, may I open by quoting my good friend Matteo from 10 minutes earlier, who said, how can one compare a sports game to a plot-driven game? Can I just vote already? (laughs) Joke's on you, because when I said... There's a bunch of games here that I'm going to talk about that haven't aged well. I finally realized and opened my eyes that Mario Kart 64 has not aged well. Thank you. Yeah, I've willed it. I've manifested it into existence. It took until it came out on Switch Online for me to realize that. But I don't know if that's because I was using a pro controller to play the game or what. But actually, no, it's not. It, It took the realization of wow, I'm playing a three-player race and there's no music playing in the background because the N64 can't handle it. So, (laughs) can't handle it. Uh, My war on Mario Kart 64 sounds like it's coming to an end. It's it's already over. It's It's over. The funny thing thing is that the opposite happened to me when it came out on Nintendo Switch Online. I played and I was like, damn, this game isn't as bad as I've been saying it is. Yeah, you were too harsh on it. You were too high on it. So it's somewhere in the middle. Yep. It's still worthy to be on this list, but... For the record, I've never <laughs> thought Mario Kart 64 was good. I dread any time you're like, let's play Mario Kart 64. You also hate all Mario Karts. I like Mario Kart 8. Fine, yeah. let's play it. Okay. Yeah, right now. Okay, I gotta set up my Wii U. Uh, Wii U? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> my god. Okay, I'm gonna just quickly vote. Um, I'm not gonna waste time on this one. If this was first. if this was a better Mario Kart game, I okay, Riley, go ahead. I, I just said I want Majora's first. I want to get the first okay. one Majora's. Okay. If this was a different Mario Kart game, it would be a different story. But this one, I'm a known Mario Kart 64, not not, not fan of. So I will be voting for Majora's Mask. Can someone else vote for Majora's Max Mask so I don't have to? Okay, I will. <laughs> This is the, I, as I said at multiple occasions. Majora's Mask is the reason why Adriano and I became friends. Ocarina is the reason why we became brothers. That's beautiful. I think Majora's is my favorite between the two N sixty four Zelda games. But also, I had so I had so much fun playing Mario Kart sixty four. Like I used to just race by myself. I would be like the person that would literally go backwards. Yep. Yep. And I would go like exploring through the level. Yeah, we did that too. I just, I loved it because at that, like, I never would have people 64. So I'm looking at it solely from like a soul, like a single player perspective. I loved it. So I'm going to still vote for Mario Kart 64. And I will too. (laughs) Even though red shells don't work in that game. That's okay. (laughs) And here's the thing. Mario Kart, well, many of these games, but Mario Kart and like Mario Tennis, which are like multiplayer games specifically, many of these games, what we associate with them is our memories. And so it makes it tough. Now, part of the reason that I think I just don't care for Mario Kart 64 is because I never owned it and I have very little memories. And in fact, the only vivid memory I have of Mario Kart 64 is the first time I ever went to Joe's house and we played in his basement. And that's the only memory I have of Mario Kart 64. Mm -hmm. And it was overshadowed by the fact that Joe introduced me to Sonic Adventure that same day. So a better (laughs) memory exists on that day. Yeah, like Mario Kart 64 was one of four N64 games Gino and I owned until like 2002. So 
we 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 put a lot of miles pun intended into mario kart 64 majora's mask hey it got the three votes so be it um majora's mask makes it on to the uh next round and now we go on to the game the matchup that when i saw it when i was making this graphic you see here this literally broke my heart because i've been dreading having to do this one i got a whole speech for you ready Paper Mario versus Diddy Kong Racing. This is definitely the hardest round one matchup, like, by it's a landslide. These are both games I don't care for and have barely played. Yeah, Paper Mario versus Diddy Kong Racing. These are, like, I think my two favorite games on the system. I'm going to vote last on this one. Joe, yeah. given that you have potentially written a, a speech, I will give you the floor. So, Giuliano... Remember where our friendship started? Yes, I remember. Paper we Mario. made we made paper puppets of Paper Mario, and we spent months making them and kept them in a folder. And then a grade two teacher saw them and was like, "This isn't homework," and took them and destroyed them. And that was okay. But I have never played a game so much across. I would want to say any console system that I had Paper Mario, and the fact that I still replay it to a certain extent. Sometimes I don't always beat it. Uh, every time it comes out on a new system, actually, I haven't done it on Switch yet. It should. I, for me, it actually has aged okay. Yeah, it's aged very well. Can I call time out quickly, Joe, on what you just said? Because I want it. some clarification. Did you, are you implying that you've played Paper Mario 1 more than you played PoE? I said console. Okay. <laughs> I just very carefully I said console. <laughs> okay. Mind you, I probably haven't played it more than Destiny. We can't Destiny on console. But as yeah. a single-player game with no multiplayer components, that's the one I played the most. And across, like, the systems have still aged well, the formula still works. It had, in my opinion, pretty memorable characters. And the actual final boss battle of it, as sort of cliche as it was, of, like, just, like, praying on, like, the power of all the stars, this and that, it was still so memorable. Like, that would be one of my most memorable mario games that i can remember the whole story of you know and i just i really enjoyed it diddy kong racing on the other hand though that was also a game like mario kart 64 i literally just normally i would fly around or i like doing what was the battle mode in that oh the egg capture thing yeah yes, the, the egg, egg capture, capture. that was or so fun there's the one in the ice palace and on the water where you have to just shoot each yeah. other the, <laughs> the egg capture i loved playing the egg in the capture volcano one. yeah it was so fun. But it has a lot of cool games. My as this is difficult, but I know where my vote lies. Say it yet? So I will go through everyone else's thought. Yeah. Well, just to to cap off something that you said, Joe, and this in no way influences my vote, but it's just something to share. I do remember being underwhelmed at the ending of Paper Mario because. There were three people in our class that had played Paper Mario. If you remember, it wasn't just me and you. Yeah, there was another. Yeah, she, she. <laughs> some of you know her very well. I will not say her name on this podcast, as I don't want to use people's real names on the internet without their permission. Yeah. But yeah. we all apparently got to Bowser at the same time, and Joe and I couldn't beat him. And she told us, she told us, yeah, I beat Bowser. And when you beat Bowser, his dad shows up, and he's even bigger and has bigger spikes, and he takes you to another location. And there's yeah. another boss battle, and so You're then cold. I. I believed this was the case 
for like a month while I played the game. So excited to get to Bowser's dad. And then when I beat Bowser and Bowser's dad didn't show up, I was so mad. But how hard was that boss fight? That was actually a fairly difficult boss fight. Maybe I'm just thinking of it as kids. So yeah, still as a kids, in your doors was really difficult. Yeah, Shadow Queen was really tough. Well, it was as kids, like, it was our first RPG, and we weren't used to, like, not, like, we were underleveled, right? Like, we weren't, we hadn't grinded, and that's the reason we weren't ready. It's definitely hard, especially when you consider that Paper Mario is, like, one of, what, like, two RPGs on the Switch, or on the N64, but, like, Diddy Kong Racing really was ahead of its time, because... You had three vehicles that you could drive. There were so many more tracks in Diddy Kong Racing than there was in Mario Kart 64. Plus, it did the adventure mode, and no other like quality AAA racing, like kart racing game, has the amount of content that Diddy Kong Racing does in terms of like just pure racing. Like Mario Kart 8 has gotten that through DLC and stuff, but. In 1997, that Diddy Kong Racing came out, that was, like, that's a full loaded game. And, like, that's still, like, the adventure mode is something I still want Nintendo to do with Mario Kart, and they haven't done it yet. Obviously, Conquer and Banjo are in it, and that is amazing. Like, we put so many hours into Diddy Kong Racing, like, all the modes of Diddy Kong Racing. I think even like music wise, Diddy Kong Racing is probably one of the best sounding games on the Nintendo 64. The soundtrack is amazing. Like, and then like there were boss races, which were really cool. And just the whole lore of like that. I think it kind of got explained. Yeah. It being Timber's Island and Timber was supposed to be sort of like this mascot that never was type of thing was really, really cool. And like, I got introduced to Paper Mario through blockbuster video like the paper mario was probably the game gino and i rented the most amount of times and we never owned it until like maybe what, five years ago when i bought paper mario for my collection and like we i played it on uh through blockbuster i got it on wii virtual console and wii u virtual console and, like that game it holds up really well and the thing is i don't have that same attachment to paper mario the original one I have it with Thousand Year Door, and Thousand Year Door and the first Paper Mario are very, very similar in a lot of ways. And for that reason, like I think, if I were to sit down and play a game right now, I'd probably want to play Diddy Kong Racing Battle Mode, to be honest with you. But and all and Banjo's in it, so like I gotta go Diddy Kong Racing. I'm with Mateo on this one also, just because again, like my attachment to the Paper Mario series comes from Thousand Year Door. And that's no slight against the first Paper Mario game. Like, again, as Mateo said, we we played through that game so many different times. And I remember the reason why we actually never owned it was because Dad said, you already own Pokemon. You get something that's different. <laughs> yeah. Right? I forgot about that. So, and that's like, <laughs> and that's no slight to it. Because, like, I love the, the the entire idea of, like, Mario and, like, a, like, like this pop-up book kind the of art like style is world. incredible the arts, paper mario yeah and that's why that game holds up still like the like on, on top of like other things right but diddy kong racing on top of like all the memories that we have with it still holds up you could like and like each one of us like i did through the race as a plane you went through as a hoverboat, and my cousin went through as the car uh i'm just thinking of the christmas cup the music is so incredible in those like those like oh my god some of the best like winter themed levels in any game
like even non-racing games like they're so good oh my god yeah i'm I'm just gonna keep mine on on the shorter end here i have to go with diddy kong racing just because of my own attachments and stuff because like i'm very attached to, like the first level of paper mario because that's the only thing we could get through in time but by the time the blockbuster rental was done my vote goes to paper mario that's the only game I see on here that I know, for, or matchup I see that I know for sure that's the way I'm voting. Yeah. Call to me. Well, Riley, are you voting on this one? I'll vote, but mine's based more on the fact, like, I'm thinking of which game would I, if someone forced me to pick one of these two at gunpoint, which one I'd hate playing less. And my answer would be Paper Mario, because to me, Diddy Kong Racing is just a slightly better Mario Kart 64. Oh my god. As a hot take, but we're, we can't man. break it down. We we gotta <laughs> get to the end. Um, I think this one is a coin toss, and it depends on the day. Because Diddy Kong Racing is my favorite racing game of all time, and I've played it so many times with so many people, and I think it has so many amazing things. And I still think it's the best racing game, like period. Like, and I think that's largely in part to how it interprets itself as an adventure racer that being said i don't love playing diddy kong racing multiplayer with people like i it really is a single player experience for me um and thus i must compare it single player to paper mario single player and at the end of the day paper mario is just it it is the dawn of my time with rpgs like even more so than i think pokemon it's had an influence on me being an RPG player. Um, and I still very much hold this game in such high regard that I often debate if it was better than Thousand Year Door. Um, so I I think I'm going with Paper Mario today. Very well. Dang. Today is a good day. That's one way to compare it, just to throw away the multiplayer for Diddy Kong Racing. But uh, I don't play the, the multiplayer day... for Diddy Kong Racing. That's why. Oh man, I I want Diddy Kong Racing to be on Switch Online. Like I want them to add that so badly. Yeah. It's gotta happen. Yeah. Like, so wait, uh, are you telling me it's not just a slightly better Mario Kart sixty four? Oh, it's, it's not. Oh, far better Mario Kart sixty four. Far it's still better a racing game though. Yeah, but it's much better. Like think, like compare Mario Kart sixty four to CTR. Like that's where where you're looking uh, at. Like, okay. Like it has such a strong like adventure mode and like its gimmicks are like very very balanced and i could go off about diddy kong racing but we gotta keep going so we're on the other side of the bracket now still in the first round banjo kazooie versus conquer's bad <laughs> oh gosh this is a great matchup i'm saying one thing okay yep and i'll st- stay silent until i'm needed to speak i'm saying banjo kazooie that's all i'm saying yeah i was gonna say like Mateo, I, w- I was going to say the same thing. Honestly, I was going to be like, I love, I think it's a shame that these two were paired together. It not, is. not because it's a toughie, because it's not a toughie. That's why it's a shame, because Conquer is a really good game, and I really, really like Conquer, and it has so many unique things. Multiplayer is brilliant. It's so fun, but I, I it's, it's got nothing on Banjo Kazooie. That's, my vote is also Banjo Kazooie. See, if this were Tui, it would be a different story. But I like, I think Conquer better than Kazooie, so I'm voting Conquer. Joe, you wanna, you wanna go? I'm actually kind of conflicted. Do you know? Say what you have to say. Oh it, no, because my my vote will end it. I'm voting for Banjo. 
that's that's why I wanted to give anyone else a, a vote for this. I want to say a little piece just for, for Conquer, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the meta references of this game. It is hilarious. It is fun. The comedy is brilliant. The multiplayer is great. It's just I got my hands on this game when, unfortunately, it wasn't relevant anymore. And, like, we weren't we weren't old enough to play it when it first came out. But going back and playing the multiplayer stuff with, like, Adriano and with you guys, it's honestly been really, really fun. And I do enjoy it. But the single-player story is what's really, really fun about Bad Fur Day. But I feel like the gameplay was awful. Because it changed every 10 minutes. But it's not just that. It's just that the the vast moveset that Banjo has got condensed into Conquer literally just, like, running onto a pad and pressing B, and then the game either plays itself or it's just, like, really simplistic and boring. Like, Conquer's Bad Fur Day also does not control anywhere near as good as Banjo-Kazooie, and I don't even think the level design in Bad Fur Day is as good as Banjo-Kazooie either. Like, Banjo-Kazooie is, I think, if you look at, like, I say this all the time, but seriously, characters, mute, soundtrack, level design, gameplay... Banjo-Kazooie has it all. Conquer's Bad Fur Day literally is like a mishmash of everything. And like that's, I guess it's supposed to be a parody of the genre. It's a parody, like it makes fun of Hollywood and all that. But like it was supposed to be something else. Like I think if Conquer's Bad Fur Day was 12 Tales, Conquer 64, it probably would have been a lot more comparable to Banjo-Kazooie. And I think that's a good thing. But Bad Fur Day being the way it it ended up being, it kind of ages itself too much. And, like, I don't really care too much about the, the multiplayer either, to be honest with you. I, it's all right. I, I think even if it had amazing multiplayer and, like, a slightly better story, it still wouldn't be as good as Banjo-Kazooie. Like, Banjo-Kazooie doesn't need multiplayer to be good. It's a, That game is perfect the way it is, right? And that's one of the things I have with against Banjo-Tooie. But, like, Conker's Bad Fur Day, I love, love, love that game. But... And, like, the definitive version to play is the N64 one, but it's going against, like, one of the greatest platformers of all time, my favorite game of all time. I cannot vote against Banjo-Kazooie. My vote's for Banjo. It's just closer for me, I think, than than you guys. Although I do really love Banjo, but, like, looking again at the memories I have. I got Banjo by accident. I think I've told the story before. I pointed at Glover 64 and the... uh, display case at a superstore and the guy said got me banjo and i was too young to like think like oh i probably should say that wasn't the game i wanted that literally like imagine if you got glover instead of banjo kazooie i wanted glover because i played it at a friend's house and i loved it but then they got banjo kazooie they were side by side in the case maybe that was me in the future going back in time to be the guy at superstore to sell you banjo kazooie instead of glover that would be a terrible use of a time machine. Had you not intervened with the timeline, Mateo, maybe Banjo would have a third game right now. Banjo's got five games, okay? <laughs> okay. Banjo Kanzuin wins. What the hell was that? I don't know. I was trying to be funny. That did not work. That backfired pretty hard, eh? It was awful. Banjo Kazooie moves on. <laughs> Banjo Kazooie moves on. Okay. Um, we are now on to the next games. Um, an interesting matchup. Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards versus Mario Party 3. 
I know you guys probably will feel differently about this, but this is really, really hard for me. <laughs> Kirby 64, I think, is my favorite Kirby game. It's got multiplayer and single player, and both of them are really, really, really fun. The fact that you can fuse copy abilities, I know for people that don't like Kirby that or don't know about Kirby, that might just sound weird, but like it low-key, like I think that's the single greatest gameplay mechanic they've ever introduced into a Kirby game. They need to bring it back. Yeah, and they haven't brought it back. Like the fact that you can have your 10 whatever copy abilities in Kirby 64, merge them either no, no, with no. this. Please. Let's represent the game for what it is. It I will have to double check this number, but I'm pretty sure there were only seven copy abilities and then they could merge. Regardless, you had seven copy abilities. Even if we use the number seven, like you can have just the base copy ability. You can infuse it with another one. Like you can have two bomb, two fire, two spike, two cutter, whatever. Or you can merge cutter with fire, cutter with electricity, cutter with ice. Every ability could be fused with every other one. To me, that was mind-blowing as a kid, and still to this day, like, imagine if you have a Kirby game where you can do this. Like, it's, it, it the gameplay would be uh, unreal. But, like, back to Kirby 64, though, I think the music's incredible. Like, to me, really, like, it was the first Kirby game that I played that had, because I, I didn't play Superstar, but the amount of explorability in the levels where you have to, like, actually have to go looking for the crystal shards in the levels. You could miss some, so it encourages you to go back and once you figure out, oh, I can use the ability this way, you can go back to an earlier level and do that. But like, that's the single player. And like, even like that game surprising is really dark and the characters are really cool too. Like Adeline is one of my favorite Kirby side characters and she was first in this game. Like there's a lot of really, really fantastic moments in this game. And I think the game is just like criminally underrated. Like even among Kirby fans, like I don't know why people look so poorly at kirby 64 whereas mario party 3 even though it's not my favorite mario party game on n64 it's what? still really 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 good i i like mario party 2 way more than mario party what 3 the hell? but i yeah. didn't know this about you this is news because mario party 2 is the best of mario party 1 and mario party 2 but it's not about mario party 2 i'm voting kirby 64 but like i might be the only one that that does that well, i kind of share your thought though of mario party 3 is also not my favorite mario party game on 64 oh yo I like, yeah i like mario party 1 because i like the fact that you need to like lead like you need to put in the effort in order to win because your hand needs to die yeah like, that's a true mario party game yeah how scarred is your palm exactly that's how you knew as a kid wow they were playing mario party they got a bandage on their hand i don't have much memory of playing kirby so, like, for that reason, I understand it was a really good game, but I think I would vote with Mario Party 3. Yeah. So my vote's pretty, kind of like Mateo's, is pretty clean-cut. Yeah. Well, I will just say quickly, I, oh, I'm always flabbergasted. Because, like, I feel like when it comes to Nintendo opinions, I share a lot of similar opinions to you, Mateo. Um, except for, like, some some big ones, but, like, the big ones I always look at are like, okay, the Zeldas and the Mario Karts. Like, the ones that are like, uh, like, all these games are good at the end of the day. Whereas, like, I'm a big Kirby fan. Like, I've always been a big Kirby fan. And it always flabbergasts me how different our opinions are of Kirby. Because I genuinely interpret 
Kirby 64 and Kirby Squeak Squad to be the weakest games of the series. Like I genuinely believe, I genuinely believe this and every time I I'm reminded that like you think the opposite I'm like it it really blows my mind because to me like I don't view Kirby as a series that's like Zelda where like I think all the games are like good. Like I do think there's weaker ones and stronger ones and I've always felt that Kirby 64 is weaker and it was my first Kirby game. So I should have an attachment to it, but I just don't because every other Kirby game I played was just better. Like Kirby 64 to me, like the level design always felt flat. Like I loved the idea of the merging copy abilities. Like I always, always did when I, I originally played it, but the more and more I played more Kirby games, I realized how limiting those copy abilities were because Sure, the concept of, oh, you can merge these copy abilities is cool. But the thing is, and I did fact check this, there was only seven base copy abilities. And yes, you can merge those with other ones to create different things. But the problem is they all only had one attack. Like it was just, you just pressed B and that's all it did. It just did one thing. Whereas like in the other games, sure, like you can't merge copy abilities, but there's usually like 15 to 20 different copy abilities. So you're coming around the same number. And within those copy abilities, they all have different move sets. Like there's a variety of things you can do with each copy ability. So I've, I just don't think Kirby 64 has aged well for that reason. I think the concept of merging copy abilities is really cool. And I think if they did it now, they would do it a lot better. But whenever I want to go back and replay Kirby 64, it always just feels like a drag to me. So if I'm being honest, I I have really like consciously dropped Kirby 64 from my like the greats list of N64 games. It's like one of the only ones that like even Mario Kart 64 that I, I don't really love or like GoldenEye that I haven't really played or Star Fox I don't have an attachment to. Like all these games that I'm like, might have controversial opinions on, I still consider them to be of the greats. I really don't consider Kirby 64 one of the great N64 games anymore. Like, it's really fallen that hard for me. Like, I really just think it's mediocre. So, like, for me, this is, like, a very no-difference, like, win for Mario Party 3, which is my favorite Mario Party game. Aside from Superstars. This one's a bit of a coin toss for me, and I'm not going to talk about the story modes. I'm going to talk about the multiplayer stuff. Kirby 64 has like three mini games. Yeah. Two of which I think are absolutely amazing, and one of them which is kind of like, eh. I don't even remember the third one that you're going to be talking about. So there's the, um, you like smack the floor in the line, and it makes yep. the, 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 battle mo- the, the, the battle floor smaller. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like Spleef. That's the in best Minecraft. one in the game. That's, that's yeah. better than any there's the hop- the there, There's the hopping <laughs> game, which is annoying. And then there's the Fruit Basket game, right? Like, the Fruit Basket mm-hmm. games, I'm kind of like, eh. Honestly, Mateo, as much as I love the the copyability fusing and stuff, oh, gosh. Mario Party 3 is just, I feel like I have more memories than that, and they're, it's a lot more fun. I have to say Mario Party 3. Even though I really like Kirby 64, I never actually, like, beat the game. And I, I don't have that same kind of attachment, I guess. Mario Party 3 is my favorite Mario Party game. Not just on this console, but in general. So it easily gets the vote. But even if it wasn't, I really don't like Kirby uh, Kirby 64. For a very petty reason, but it is a reason. I remember renting it when I was very young. When we'd spend our summers with our dad, sometimes he'd take us into the office. 
and they just be like, alright, play in the boardroom here, play the N64. We rented Kirby 64. I got super far, and then his his boss's kids came into play, and they deleted my save, and he said, you can't say anything about it. I, was I think you told me this. And I, I held a grudge against Kirby 64 ever since. It's not the so. game's fault, it's the jerk kid's fault. <laughs> yeah, dang kids didn't read. Or they did read. They did it on purpose. <laughs> okay, well, the next one is Super Mario 64 and Super Smash Bros. Honestly, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet because I want to get to better arguments. I don't like Smash 64. Smash 64 to me is jarring to go back to. Um, I know it started one of the best fighting game franchises of all time, but honestly, Smash 64 ain't anything special the roster is weird original 12 everybody's oh, original 12 whatever they're all better in the later games i i genuinely just think smash 64 is there's no reason to play smash 64 anymore ever ever again mm-hmm. mario 64 still despite its reputation being destroyed by the fact that I replayed it recently and wasn't as good as I remembered as a child is still a very strong game and while it has aged poorly in my opinion it hasn't aged poorly in the sense that it is now a bad game it's aged poorly as in the sense that it is no longer the greatest platformer but it's still a damn good one so I'm going with Super Mario 64. Jules you have taken the words out of my mouth I feel the exact same way to be honest with you to the point where like even the point in which Mario 64 kind of soured for me was 3D All-Stars. So, yeah, and Smash 64, like, that game was hype AF. Like, crossovers now, you think about, oh, they happen all the time. But back in the 90s when when Smash Bros. came out, like, that was a big deal. And that aside, like, the commercial was amazing and whatever, but, like, Mario 64 is still somewhat worth going back to playing. Like, you can have a great experience playing that game and you you don't feel even though mario odyssey i feel is a better game than it i don't think mario odyssey being as good as it is detracts from mario 64 in any way whereas when i play smash bros i think the oh the roster is so small there's no stages the gameplay is slow it's sluggish because ultimate is so amazing and even like even like melee is like whatever melee is a massive leap forward than smash 64 but as an experience, Mario 64 is still good enough, I think, even in today's standards, where, like, you can play that. You don't have to 100% it, whatever. Like, I don't do that. I won't do that anymore with Mario 64, but I will still enjoy playing that game. So I'm voting for Mario 64. I'm voting for Mario 64 the same way. I've never really been the biggest fan of Smash 64. I think it's very overrated. I still like Super Mario 64. I do not like Smash 64. I also like Super Mario 64 still, so I would vote for that. Although I think as a kid, I enjoyed Smash more. Yeah. I never owned Smash as a kid, so I don't have that nostalgia that other people did. I only ever got to play it when I was at, like, my cousin's house. Actually, I actually have the nostalgia of I remember going to buy it with my dad. We went to Oak Ridge. I remember getting Smash and then also getting stuffed Yoshi. Where I played play Smash and only ever picked Samus. Do you know what tell me that Samus and Captain Falcon were brother and sister? Hey, I heard that one too. I don't remember that. I also heard that you could go inside the uh, the Great Fox and find. I think it was Bowser. I remember hearing that on the on on the playground. Word on the street. Yeah, even even the little room where the Chansey pops out on the Pokemon stage. Yeah, 
And, but don't forget my favorite one, that Kirby and Ness are cousins. Oh, my God. Right. I still don't know how you see, like, you, you see Captain Falcon and Samus, and they're like, okay, they're both kind of like science fiction-y characters. They're the same bounty height. Hunters. You know, they're bounty hunters. Kirby and Ness are, like, they're nothing alike at all. If it was Kirby and Jigglypuff, maybe. Oh, Kirby yeah. and Ness are cousins. So, I guess, has everybody voted? Did Joe, did you vote? Yeah. Mario 64 moves on. Okay, final matchup of round one. Pokemon Snap versus Donkey Kong 64. I'm keeping this one very, 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 very short. And I have no reason for this. I'm just going Donkey Kong 64. Honestly, like, these games couldn't be more different. And, like, literally Pokemon Snap, like Star Fox 64, can be completed really, really quickly. Whereas Donkey Kong 64 is notoriously long it's the greatest of collect-a-thoughts it may have killed the genre <laughs> it did kill the genre let's be brutally honest but the thing is That's true like jack and daxter and russian clank had that sort of yeah thing but they're, they're different types of platformers but collect-a-thons. yeah like the multiplayer in donkey kong 64 is fantastic like whenever i played dk64 as a kid I remember just being exhausted by the amount of collectibles in the story mode that we would just end up playing the multiplayer. And that's where we probably sunk. I sunk most of my hours in this game into. Whereas Pokemon Snap, I've been introduced to Pokemon Snap relatively recently. Like the time we played it together was the first time I ever beat that game. I remember going doing the whole Blockbuster photo booth thing. I did like we rented the copy at Blockbuster and I printed a photo on that. I regrettably that's been lost in time somewhere. I don't know where that picture was, but... you know which Pokemon it was? It was Pikachu. That game definitely is still really, really, really good, but it's the type of thing where, like, I think new Pokemon Snap has kind of blown the first game out of the water in every regard. Like, if you want to play a Pokemon Snap game, there's no reason to play the original. Play new Pokemon Snap. Whereas there's nothing really like DK64. Like, DK64 is just worth experiencing just to see how bananas that game is with the collectibles. <laughs> Literally, like, bananas. Because every character has their own set of bananas and coins and crystal. There's the crystal coconuts and there's... there's even the, current, the banana currencies and the banana collectibles, like like the stars. Yeah, and, like, the mini games are really cool. The boss fights are cool. I like the King K. Rule boss fight at the end of the game. Even having the original Donkey Kong in that game as like a as a task to complete is really cool. Oh, that was yeah. brutal. It was it is so brutal. difficult. The multiplayer, like I said, is fantastic. So I'll probably vote for DK64 also, to be honest with you. I'm going to have to vote for DK64 also just because the DK rap, come on. like Yeah, I didn't even talk it, about the DK rap. The DK rap. And Mateo, I'm surprised you didn't mention this out of all people. DK64 has all the cancelled Banjo-Kazooie levels in it. Yeah, but I'll maybe get into that a little bit later if if I have to. I'm actually surprised that this many people voted for DK64. I think it's just the way that the matchups worked out. Like, this is ideal for DK64 to be matched up with a game like Pokemon Snap. I'm still surprised, though. Like, Riley and Joe, like, do you agree with this? I mean, it's harder for me because I have a lot of nostalgia. Donkey Kong, like those are two games that I, I don't want to say are my first ones, but they're my first some some of my first like cognizant memories of gaming. 
but uh, uh, I'd say probably Donkey Kong 64 if I had to choose one over the other. Uh-huh. Yeah, like if Pokemon Snap had the Pokemon rap in it as a rap battle, probably would go to Pokemon Snap. Yeah. But also, like I played Pokemon Snap all the way through. As a kid, I was never able to beat Donkey Kong 64, but have Same. more memories playing Donkey Kong 64 and like playing the original Donkey Kong game like on the machine and just like running around. I collected most of the stuff but could never finish the game because I was bad at the original Donkey Kong. So the only reason I beat it was like years later, Jules had to beat that the arcade part for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I would also lean towards DK64. Okay. Well then, there you have it. DK64 sweeps. I'm very surprised. I thought I had a more of a hot take. Well, we're finally on to the second round. So we have four uh, little debates we're going to have here. So returning back to the top left, we have Ocarina of Time versus Star Fox 64. Is this a debate? I guess, Riley, go for it. Try. No, I don't think there's anything. (laughs) There's nothing I can say that's going to sway anyone. I vote Star Fox because I love Star Fox. I think that that's the game I played the most on N64 by a huge margin. But I can't convince anyone else unless you're, you you know, you like Peppy as much as I do. I love Star Fox 64 also, but, like, it's kind of unfair. That yeah. It, had to, it has yeah. to go this way. Yeah. <laughs> Play Star yeah. Fox 64, people. It's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I'm going Ocarina. Yep. You're all Ocarina. dead to me. Hey, hey, it's okay because there's an Arwing and Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah, you have to find through a Game Shark or whatever. Also, thanks for that. Thanks for making it sound like like we were walking into an execution because that's that's how it felt right there. That's what it was though. <laughs> it was an execution. <laughs> that was quicker than any other round we've had. Okay, well then we are on to the second Zelda matchup. Majora's Mask versus Paper Mario. I'm going to go first. My opinions of Majora's Mask on this channel have been well documented throughout the past 64 episodes. And for that reason, I'm not voting for it. I legitimately love Paper Mario as well. So I'm voting for Paper Mario. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to go next. Someone else go. It's stressful. I don't want to go next either, but I will. As I said before, Majora's Mask is just one of those games where, like, whenever I play it, it makes me sad and I get upset. And it's just one of those because it's just it's just so dark and like dreary. There's a lot of there's a lot of death and loss. It should teach you how to be resistant to those feelings. It's true. It's not my cup of tea. Part of the reason I like the the Souls games so much is they often have a an atmosphere like Majora's Mask. I don't know. I find it soothing. Melancholy, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I think I kind of want to go. So, I kind of want to see the hell of seeing Majora's Rosacarina of Time in the next round. <laughs> I really want to see that. But I'm actually kind of conflicted, because if I look at like playing the very little bit of Majora's I played on 64, but then comparing to how much I absolutely loved it, like, as more of an adult playing it on New 3DS, I loved that game. That easily behind Breath of the Wild is my second favorite Zelda game. So, for that reason, and also because of how much I love Sticker Star, and that makes technically original Paper Mario my second favorite Paper Mario game, I'm going to say Majora's Mask. 
Joe, you are you have been stripped of your title of number one Paper Mario fan on the Hub World. <laughs> want to watch the world burn? Yeah, you want to watch no. the world burn. Then, Riley, I'm assuming you have voted for Majora's Mask. Yeah, I know. Yep. Ah, uh, surprising. Well, here's the thing. Let so, it burn, please. Time to, to kill another one of my games, right? So here's the thing. So I have a couple reasons why I'm picking the game that I am picking. You know, I like to win. Um, and in this scenario, there is no winning. Because I'm going to upset somebody. I'm going to be the villain. So I'm going to shift the blame onto Joe and say that I think Joe misrepresented his own opinions. And therefore, the only way to equalize, despite the fact that maybe Majora's would have been my choice, is to to choose Paper Mario. Yeah, I'll retcon Ooh. my choice. <laughs> I retcon to Paper Mario. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, I really do like Majora's Mask. Um, and as much as I would love to have the Ocarina Majora's debate for the 90th time on this podcast, um, I I personally do like Paper Mario better than Majora's Mask. That being said, actually, I will not I will not say the words that were going to come out of my mouth. I personally enjoy Paper Mario better than Majora's Mask, and I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, I changed my vote. I just, wanted, I just really wanted to see how it was. Joe, your vote doesn't matter. Paper Mario had the majority without it. Okay. You can get rid of them. Get rid of my vote. So then it's 3-1. My, vote, my vote's null and void. <laughs> but they're both... That's tough. Those are both very good games for very yeah, different that reasons. One is They're tough. not even comparable. Honestly, yeah. all of these games are very good for very different reasons. Honestly, this left side had a harder go like it's it's unfortunate because both majora's mask and Star Fox 64 i feel could have made it further in different matchups but that's just how it goes now if i recall correctly jules and gino you guys have been part of all the showdowns in the past isn't the left side always like yeah left side is always stacked always gets more stacked somehow i don't know why or gonna find a different randomizer (laughs) next up is banjo kazooie Versus Mario Party Three. Mario Party immediately. I this yeah I'm going Banjo Kazooie. What the what the heck am I thinking? Like, see the difficulty with me is it's Mario Party Three, which I have absolutely zero connection with. I didn't even own Mario Party Three, so I guess for that reason I kind of feel like I need to go Banjo. Am I understanding this right? Can I look at Mario Party Three? Does it have to be Mario Party Three, or can I just say like the Mario Party games have been sixty four? It's right? Mario Party Three, but then I you, need to go with. If Banjo. you if you want to interpret it as Mario Party Three represents them, that's your choice. But it is Mario no. Party Three, and I need to go with Banjo. I think this one is very similar to Diddy Kong Racing and Paper Mario for me, where like this is a coin toss depending on the day. Now, which game do I think is a better game? Banjo Kazooie, by far. Which game do I think I like better? It's Mario Party 3. So I think for today, I'm going to be giving my casting my vo- vote for Mario Party 3. Despite the fact that I do really believe Banjo-Kazooie is the better game, I, it's just Mario Party 3 is... like It's similar to like Mar- Paper Mario versus Majora's Mask, which we just did. Like It's like sometimes I'm not even voting for what I think is the better game. I'm voting for what's my favorite. And if I want to be consistent in representing myself, I need to vote for Mario Party 3 here. I love both of these games a lot. And while 
Mario Party 3 is a very good Mario Party game. I also agree with Mateo that Mario Party 2 is my favorite one because I really like the incorporation of the other mini games and I like the Mario Party 2 boards better. If this was Mario Party 2, I might be murdered tonight, but I have to go with Banjo on this one just because the the music is great. We actually went out of our way at, uh, at PAX West to go meet Grant Kirkhope and Mateo brought all of his cartridges. It's part of the reason why we went to PAX that year so Grant Kirkhope could go and sign uh the cartridges and yeah it was it was really really cool just to be able to meet him uh the music alone is a great reason to play this game well then i think we're on to um the last second round one which is mario 64 versus donkey kong 64 or as some might call it mario versus donkey kong a classic battle i can i start this one off can I, I have an actual succinct reason why I like DK64 better than Mario. Mario. Please do. Please do. And it's a very simple one, but it's the fact that it has bosses for every one of its levels, which is a big thing for me. I'm a sucker for boss fights. So Donkey Kong 64, to me, is a better game. In recent years, Mario 64 has kind of lost its luster for me. Whereas, on the other hand, Donkey Kong 64 has kind of gone up, in my opinion. Like, I'm a little higher on that game than I was like even five years ago, like, and it might be my thirst for a new 3D Donkey Kong game that is making that opinion so prevalent in my mind. But I don't know, like, am I going to vote for Donkey Kong 64 over Mario 64? Like, is that what's about to happen right now? I think you kind of said it, yeah. You just haven't said it. The fact that I'm feeling this way disturbs me. And Mateo from five years ago would be very upset, but I think I'm going to vote for Donkey Kong 64. And spoiler alert, like when we talked about, I said earlier, I'm like, there was that one other game that made it on. What was it? Donkey Kong 64 was the last game to make it on our list. And somehow I just voted for it over Mario 64. (laughs) What's happening right now? (laughs) Well, and I think it's because like what you said, like in recent years, I think Super Mario 64 is a great game. But I think Donkey Kong 64 is a better Super Mario 64 game. But I wouldn't go that far. I'm going that far and I'm voting for Donkey Kong. I did not think I would do that either. I yeah, no what? <laughs> it was funny because when I got here, I was like, oh, Mario 64 is going to win this one for sure. And I started to feel a bit chaotic. And then I thought it started to think about it. I'm like, you know what? Like what you said, Mateo, like my opinion Super Mario 64 has gone down, but my opinion on Donkey Kong 64 has gone up. And that might partially just be because rare games have become more scarce and more beloved to me. That might be because I love singing Donkey Kong rap spliced up versions of different songs, such as uh, <laughs> the DK One Winged Angel. Yeah, um, that one's really good. <laughs> that one's fantastic. But it's like, the thing is, at the end of the day, rare has so much charm. And their charm is riddled throughout that game. And I think that Donkey Kong 64 has way more personality than Super Mario 64. Um, And there are a lot of pros. Like There are a lot of cons. And I think a lot of the cons were like cons that existed during the N64 era that you could look at and be like, yeah, that, that was a flaw. And Mario 64, the flaws from Mario 64 weren't very obvious in the N64 era because games in age but honestly Donkey Kong 64 didn't age poorly like it is the same game it was in the N64 era it has the same flaws but it didn't get worse whereas Mario 64's flaws started to become highlighted as 
the genre evolved. And I, I do think that's why it's closer than it used to be. And I, I'm feeling Donkey Kong 64 today. Wow. My mind's just blown by this, though it's happening right now. Donkey, uh, here for you. Know the words. Join in too. If you want to clap, <laughs> take, take, take it through. through monkey monkey rap. Rap. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Um, I will say this. I'm I'm also feeling very Donkey Kong right now, but at the same time, I probably played it the most recently out of all of us, and I was a hundred percent of on that game. And it, it I'm playing through it on the I was playing through it on the N64. I got to, I think the Crystal Cavern. Something happened. My game froze, and I lost all my process. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna redo that entire level in the hundred percent. But then again, that also happened to me when I was at uh, Tall Tall. Uh, what's it called? The uh, the level in Mario sixty four with the with the monkeys hmm, yeah. on it. Tall, tall, I think it's Tall Tall Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, I was on that, and I just I just that's where I stopped. So I will say I made it farther in my playthrough of Donkey Kong sixty four than I did Mario sixty four. Mario sixty four does have a lot of nostalgia for me, and it did set up the three D platformer for a lot of its successes. And while Nintendo started off the 3D platformer with Mario 64, Rare perfected it. Albeit they also killed the genre with DK64, but I feel like a lot of people also are looking back more more fondly than not with Donkey Kong. And I would be unwise to vote against it just because I feel like, even though I had my gripes and stuff with it and I didn't actually finish the game because of like my cr- that crash, but... I, I can't vote against it. It's just Jules, you 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 nailed you nailed it when you said that it's just it's just riddled with the charm. Yeah, it it is. And like you know what? Like as a person who was an avid King K rule and Smash supporter to the point that when he was announced as a me fighter, I literally threw my phone across the, the room and uh, this was Smash Four and like almost cried when he was announced for Smash Ultimate, like a lot of that comes from this game because one of the things that sixty, like Donkey Kong sixty four, has that other platformers during this era don't have is while it's charming, while it is fun, it also is like it has a darker tone than all the other ones. Like King K. Rule is scary in that game. A lot of the bosses are terrifying in that game. Like, they don't pull the punches. It's not just, like, grunty, like, woo-hoo-hoo, I'm going to rhyme a bunch, or, like, Bowser just kind of, like, doing wacky things and being able to, like, twirl him around. And Like, King K. Rule was scary. Like, he was, like, straight up. Like, King K. Rule was straight up, like, I'm going to murder these monkeys. Like, murder is my goal. Yeah, he, like, well, even the giant cannon. When you yeah, like over, like blowing up the island, gonna get blown yeah. Up. So like, I I do appreciate that tone. Like it, it felt like a serious game. Like, and that's what I've always appreciated about the rare Donkey Kong games is they, while they're charming, like they they also f- a little bit more mature than Mario. But yeah, so Donkey Kong takes the spot. This is a surprising final four, in many ways. Ocarina of Time versus Paper Mario. This is the semifinals. I will open with Paper Mario vs. Ocarina of Time. So, this is what I didn't say when I was, like, I cut myself off during the last one to say this, because I, I was trying to justify why I picked Paper Mario over Majora's Mask. And I was trying to indicate, like, you know, like, I really do like Majora's Mask, and I really love Zelda, but Paper Mario means so much to me. I I just am going to just say that again, like, this is how much I like Paper Mario. I like Paper Mario better than Ocarina of Time. Not just better than Majora's, 
like Ocarina of Time is my first Zelda game, is my childhood Zelda game, is the game that on a favorites list, I would often pick over Majora's Mask, and I would still pick Paper Mario here. So Paper Mario is still my vote against Zelda on N64. May I slide in here and also say that I'm a huge Paper Mario fan? Although I don't know about that anymore, Joe. <laughs> Although what whatever happened in the previous round. I, uh, <laughs> I take trying. away every negative thing I've ever said about Paper Mario. I also vote Paper Mario. Well, I, I'm going with Paper... Like, I need to, I think... I, I appreciate how Giuliano's looking at this from the perspective of saying what your favorite game to play was between the two. Like, I'm trying to go back to my time with my N64, and I just put the most hour into Paper Mario. So, I, 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 yeah, my vote's Paper Mario. And I feel like if I really had, like, the true first playthrough where like from beginning to end of paper mario i'd feel the same way but like i experienced that so late like almost a decade after the game had first come out that i first played through it paper mario from beginning to end and by that point i had played through ocarina of time like five times at least and i just don't have that same attachment where like i have that childhood attachment with ocarina of time i don't have the the same type of childhood attachment with the original Paper Mario. When I looked at the left side, this was the matchup I foresaw, and I knew that I would probably vote for Ocarina enough time, like, hands down, but, like, it, it is very difficult. Like, Paper Mario, especially it being one of the only RPGs on the N64, an entire generation of Nintendo fans or that bought the N64 only had that one game, but it's so phenomenal. That one game, the genre was just so unrepresented on the system. And that one game was just like a beacon, like Super Nintendo and the original NES had dozens and dozens of dozens of RPGs. And like the fact that I'm doubting myself is surprising me, but I'm going to stick with Ocarina of Time. Like I can't vote against Ocarina of Time. Like it's just too important to me. I'm very torn on this one also, just because I very much like the Paper Mario series. Ocarina of Time also is a very sentimental game for for me as well. And even with our Zelda series showdown, the more I think about it, like Ocarina of Time is really here just for like as a timepiece thing. But if I'm comparing like the stories of the two games, they're both very good. I feel like the variety that you get with Paper Mario is just a little deeper. And I'm a, I'm a sucker for those types of like traditional JRPG kind of uh, things don't get me wrong ocarina of time is a very 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 special game to me but it's a coin toss and i think that the coin toss today for me is going to be paper mario as much as i hate to do this dang well there you have it not the outcome i thought i thought i had a different opinion so paper mario takes out ocarina of time in the semifinals on the other side of the semifinals we have two rare platformers we have banjo kazooie versus donkey kong 64 Riley, why don't you start this one? I feel like you might have a good opinion on this. Like, genuinely, I I think I like Donkey Kong 64 better than... Because as everyone knows, I like Tui. Tui's my favorite rare platformer. I And I don't have that same attachment to Kazooie. I think Donkey Kong 64 is a better game. I have more fun playing it. In large part due to the fact that it has bosses. But also the five playable characters goes a, goes a long way as well. There's more, I think there's more variety. I think it also has the better selection of mini games, and also has a better multiplayer. Well, actually, because we didn't have an, didn't even have multiplayer. DK it did 64 not. At yeah. least did at least did. Even it was mediocre at best. It was still fun. It was way more feature rich. Had more stuff to do, both yep. in the main game and had lots of extra features. Like it had a boss rush mode, which Tui also had, which firmly puts it above 
Kazooie for me. Like I am a Tui kid, not a Kazooie kid. That being said, I I do think that like like I said, it like Don Kong sixty four had had flaws in its time, and like while those flaws haven't gotten worse over time, it still has flaws. And I I do think that Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tui flip a coin any day for me, even though I typically have more attachment to Tui because it's the one I owned, it's the one I have a childhood with. Like it's usually a toss of a coin over which one I think is the better one, but I ultimately do always have the opinion that they are the best platformers on N64. So in this case, I am going with Banjo-Kazooie just because I do think it, it, it does, it does everything that Mario 64 does better. And it, it doesn't have any glaring flaws other than Clanker's Caverns. Mumbo's Mountain is boring as hell. It's an intro level though, right? Like it, it gets you used to the game and how to, how to do all that. It's, it's the tutorial. Chewie had Target Sands Temple, and that was way more interesting than Mumbo's Mountain. I guess just for me, like, Kazooie, you know, like, yes, you you can have your preferences over, like, what you like or what you consider boring and stuff, but I just in general think, like, Kazooie is very well designed. Like, I don't think any... Le- like, I think any level in Kazooie could be your favorite other than Clanker's Cavern, which I, I do think is objectively the worst. But whereas, like, when I look at, like, Mario 64, I look at Donkey Kong 64, there are levels that are, like very clearly by design like boring levels or like really like not well made i'm a massive rare fan and i still to this day i cannot name every level in in donkey kong 64 like i'm physically incapable of doing it like i yeah i can't name them and like banjo tooie like i think it's a fine game the levels are really big but like man they're big in donkey kong 64 and i know donkey kong 64 came out before banjo tooie but like I don't know if like the sizes of like the the land masses themselves in the game are bigger, but the fact that you have to go through each game each level five times to get all different types of collectibles with your characters, and like you have to upgrade the instruments and the weapons and just like there's just too much stuff to do in that game, and like a lot of it is isn't optional to me. It's too ambitious, and I think the reason why a lot of people, including me, are going back to Donkey Kong 64 isn't necessarily the fact that it was so underrated or it's or or that I think it's I for me personally I'm starved for 3D platformers that's why I'm I'm like that desperate I'll go play Donkey Kong 64 to kind of go with that Mateo I think it's also the fact that like it's the it's the 2E conundrum right like the game is very big and as a result like there is lots to do and like most of it is mandatory right like so that is like having a lot of stuff isn't an inherently bad thing even when you have levels that are a little bit more boring or like that you don't like like when a game is new or fresh like that helps you push through it and like doing that is great and so like i think for something like Don kong 64 banjo tui like your first playthrough of those games are going to be great because you want to do everything and you have a motivation to do everything but it's on the replays that it becomes tougher because it's like I don't want to do all this stuff because I can now acknowledge that some of these levels I just like don't care to replay, but I still want to collect everything. Whereas Kazooie is shorter and more manageable that even when you get to a level like Clanker's Cavern, it's like, okay, this will take me 20 minutes to plow through versus like three hours. You, you honestly, you, you only need to get like two jiggies in 
in Clanker's Cavern and you can leave and never go back. Yeah. You don't want but, to, right? But I think that's what it is. And I think that's why Don Kong 64 has become a little bit more palatable now is because for a lot of people who haven't replayed it in a long time, like it does feel fresh and new. And so even if there's a level you don't like, like you can get through it. But I think that's why, like, I just think Banjo-Kazooie is more palatable. But anyway, we should get votes from those who haven't voted. So, Riley, you vote 64. Me and Mateo have gone Kazooie. Gino, Joe? I vote 64. I just enjoyed it more as a kid. So I think I have to vote DK. Gino, don't don't fall for Mateo's uh, tyranny. You it's vote not, with it, your heart. It, it, I, I am going to vote with my heart, Riley. And it is not for Donkey Kong 64. You're dead to me. Given the choice between the most polished 3D platform on the platform versus the one that I literally raged quit at because I lost my save file. And the, and I'm not talking about just like, okay, I lost like two or three bananas. I lost like all of the bananas on the one level because I didn't save it in time. And it was just, it was just frustrating. If that was, ba- if that was Badger Kazooie, I, I know, I like, I know what to do. It's not as fr- like, it's not as frustrating because going back to the barrels and switching back and forth and doing the special games on the timers and stuff, it was just annoying. It got to the point where it was just there's just too much stuff to do and too much to keep track of, and it's just I, I couldn't do it. Banjo inherently is a shorter experience. It was more enjoyable for me. Albeit, don't get me wrong, like I love the DK sixty four multiplayer. That is genuinely fun. And you don't have that in Banjo. But the thing is though, it's just I can't judge it on just on the minigame mode. Even though that's like the one thing that I will always enjoy. Okay, well, there you have it. Banjo-Kazooie moves on to the finals. So we have a final matchup now. Paper Mario versus Banjo-Kazooie. Who would like to start off the discussion here? We've talked about both of these games quite a bit. Anybody who'd like to start off, please go ahead. I don't want to talk about what I dislike about Paper Mario. Because obviously I'm voting for Banjo-Kazooie. So both of these games excel in everything they do, honestly. Every component of each game is a masterpiece as far as i'm concerned <laughs> that's that's basically it to be the, the the long and short of it it's like my love of banjo kazooie started the second i played it back in 1998 and paper mario has always been this game i longed to get in my collection and and rent at the blockbuster and all that like i have a history with both of these series but i don't think there's there ever will be a game past, present, or future, that I am as attached to as Banjo-Kazooie. Like, that game, it's part of my identity almost as a gamer. Like, I am the Banjo-Kazooie guy. And Paper Mario 64, aside from Ocarina of Time and, like, probably Mario Kart 64, and even Mario Tennis, I'd put in that, to be honest with you. It was like, that's like a top five game that I played at the time, even though I never beat it in 2001. Like, I have always had this attachment for Paper Mario, but like to go against Banjo-Kazooie would literally just be me lying at this point. So between the two, I would go back and continue to go back to play Paper Mario because I just enjoyed it more. So I would have to vote for Paper Mario over Banjo. I just enjoy it more. I, I was more connected to the story of it. And I think I just liked the turn-based comment or combat, sorry, better. Although, like, nothing against Banjo. I just think between the two, it's pretty easy for me to pick Paper Mario. My reasoning is also very, very similar to that of of Mateo's. Um, Like, if we're talking just strictly, like, pure favorite, 
100% bias for what we want. Again, like we only had like the four N64 games growing up as kids. It was Mario 64, it was Mario Kart 64, it was Banjo Kazooie, and I think Mario Tennis. Those were the those were like the four games that we had like growing up and I still remember where I was when uh when we went to get Banjo Kazooie. We were we we got at Brentwood Mall. We were sitting in the car. I didn't go in. Mateo and my dad went in and they came back with this game. And that still stuck with me. I knew that like I enjo- I enjoyed playing the game. I was terrified of the witch. In all fairness, you were afraid of like all bosses in video games. I, I was a very like Freddy Cat kind of kid. But um I remember getting that game because it meant a lot. And games back then were like really expensive. They were like a hundred dollars. <laughs> So like this was a big deal. Hey, we're going to get this new thing. And it was it was a blast. The music was good. The like Grunty's rhyming and all that stuff was very, very funny. I remember enjoying it, but like I just didn't like seeing her on the screen. My attachment to Paper Mario, my first playthrough of that game was on the, the Wii Virtual Shop. I wasn't an adult per se, but I was a lot older and I had played through thousand year door at that point so for me going to paper mario one was more like a prequel sequel for me in if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so i don't have the same level of attachment to it and because i played thousand year door before it i'm just i was just more attached to that so that's why i have to vote for banjo kazooie just because my bias is that's that's where my bias is and if if this is just our our pure and simple absolute favorite i have to go with that okay i tell you you can put the gun down from gino's uh neck <laughs> there is no gun um riley i will reserve judgment for now reserve judgment. okay well i've had a trend with this showdown and i need to stick consistent i often when we do lists like this i feel like i can seed my own opinions to kind of like make sure that other people's opinions kind of get heard or like go further. And I really just do want to represent myself here. And as you should, I think this is the only opportunity where like I've ever been able to really represent this opinion because most of the time, like, yeah, like when we're talking about the best games on N64, like the most important games on N64, like paper Mario is never going to be one of those games because like really I I don't think objectively like it is the best game. I don't think objectively it's the best Paper Mario game or like all those things, but it is my favorite N64 game. Like it it is. It sucks because Paper Mario as a series has really, really, really been destroyed. But to tie it back together, Joe and I's friendship like are built upon a couple of different things. He introduced me to a couple of different things. While he's not a big Sonic fan anymore, like Sonic is another big one and Paper Mario are two of the big things that like at one point we shared and they're very similar because I can firmly say that they are the only two series in existence. So just like Mateo, just like your love for Banjo has sustained you through wanting a new Banjo game even 20 years later, even though the series has been dead, Paper Mario and Sonic have like the early games and my love for those games have sustained me through every single bad game, still wanting another game and still truly believing one day the games will become what they were. And like, I, the only reason I'm excited for every paper Mario game, even when it's plain, like 
clearly obvious that the game is not what I want it to be is because of how much I love the first game and the second game. And so Paper Mario is my favorite N64 game. Like, it always has been my favorite N64 game. And it's truly the only game that when NSO was announced that I even considered replaying. So, Riley, you are the tiebreaker. I'm not going to vote. <laughs> you have to vote now. <laughs> Do I? What if I can't decide? All of us at to this point have spoken very plainly and very, like, honestly from, like, our own personal biases and stuff. It's one of those things where, like, regardless of what happens here, I'm very happy with with this list regardless. There was a lot of really fun discussions, and we all got to learn a little bit more about uh, each other's favorite games and stuff, so. My problem here is I'm not a big fan of either of these. Like, my opinion of both is kind of eh. So. If you had to say which one you enjoy more, which would it be? And I know this is tough because both of these games are connected to games that you really like, but they're just not those games. Without the vehicle that is this showdown, like, which of those two games do you truly believe is your favorite? And those two specific. Don't think about the series if that helps. Yeah. Hmm. If I'm being objective, as much as I want my spite to win... I think I would have to go with Banjo. And there you have it. Banjo-Kazooie is the winner of the Nintendo 64 game showdown. Honestly, I'm surprised about how this whole showdown went. There were lots of twists and turns. And I'll be honest, I didn't I didn't actually think Banjo was going to win. I'm legitimately surprised, to be honest I am as well. You. I'm very surprised. All these games, for the most part, are deserving. that all, They could have all been finalists. But I think the fact that we didn't pick the obvious choice, we didn't pick the Ocarina of Time, we didn't pick the Mario 64 or, or what have you. Like, obviously, it's the result I wanted as a Banjo-Kazooie fan, but like, it's not the one I expected. What was special about this is that in the history of the hub world, including its predecessors that no longer exist and shall not be named, mm-hmm. N64 has always been something that all of us are so passionate about that it has erupted into fights and disagreements. And f- I think this is the very first time where we've ever, as a group, done an N64 anything where we've just truly shared our opinions and... We were civil. Yeah, we were just civil. <laughs> there were no fights. Yes. And it was surprising, too. And that's what I like about it, is it wasn't the same tired old opinion being shared because we all were authentic with what we truly believed and that's why i think the the results were very different than what we've ever seen because when we've tried to look at it from an objective stance we've always tried to push the the fan favorite games of like ocarina of time has to be really high or super mario 64 has to be really high because these are the the canon like important games whereas like when we took a step back and we're like okay what what do we really enjoy like something like donkey kong 64 which when we were making the shortlist we debated if it should even be on and actually until this morning wasn't even on the shortlist made it to the semifinals so like I think it's like being authentic with like, we don't need to pick the best game. We just need to pick one we like the best. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with that. And and that's one thing that I really liked about this discussion here. And then honestly, I'm surprised about like Donkey Kong 64. Everyone had as much fun with it as they did. It's just like, even like reflecting on like my recent experience with that game. Don't get me wrong. I, I love the majority of the games on this list. The thing is, it's just, 
there are a lot of like little things that like sometimes you just can't overlook and that's understandable but like it's good to know that we all have like very similar ideas regarding these games and stuff at the end right because like honestly like if paper mario won with 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 the way that the votes and everything turned out i wouldn't have been upset i would have been like yes i like this game well this concludes an era at the hub world this is the end of the 64 era we are now entering our gamecube era be ready for better topics that are objectively better than all the ones in the N64, while we will still be nostalgic and call the N64 era the best era of the Hub World, we will look upon it down the road and be like, the GameCube era of the Hub World was the better era. This is my opinion as a GameCube fanboy. So what, are we are we treating this like the first 64 episodes and everything between it's like the multiverse saga of the MCU? This is the N64 saga of the hub world? Is this, is this our <laughs> endgame? We're now about to start the, we're about to start the GameCube saga of the hub world? Yeah, I think we have with this, the, the poetic piece of this N64 showdown is not only was it an N64 showdown, but one... We also ended this era with the five people who were present in the original Hub World episode. So there's that full circle moment. But on top of it, we've also made our peace with N64. Like, we didn't fight. We're ready to move on from N64. I think we've done all the N64 like debate topics we possibly could. And we're ready to move on to the heated debates in the GameCube era. Yep. GameCube is going to be our new battleground. Speak for yourself. I'm still not over the fact that Majora's Mask beat Ocarina of Time on the N64 Essentials. (laughs) It's over. My child, be at peace. It's okay, Mateo. We have the best Zelda game coming up towards uh, uh, in in this next era here. Ooh, Gino, what if you're wrong? You are. Them's fighting words. That's the equivalent of getting like a tattoo of your sports team that is in the championship game but loses the championship game. So you're just that guy that has, oh, Toronto Maple Leafs, Stanley Cup champion, but the Leafs lost in the finals. So Yeah, and also last I checked, Phantom Hourglass wasn't on GameCube. So We can also relish in the fact that GameCube doesn't have any Banjo games, so we won't have to worry about that winning. There is one game that Mateo really, really loves on here, but I won't spoil what it is. Anyway, that brings us to the end of today's quest. If you liked what you heard here today, hit that like, subscribe, or follow button below. If you want to contribute to the conversation, let us know any ideas you have for any upcoming quests, or just share your thoughts below. Leave us a comment, we do read them. We'll see you next time at the Humble. Yep. Microsoft, make a new Banjo game. See everybody.